new edition of Singles Only Podcast. On this episode, I, Paul Farvar, have comedian Brian Monarch as our guest. There's no voice of reason in this one because it was recorded out in Los Angeles. Um, this is a fun one. You definitely, definitely want to listen to this. It's really funny. Uh, also, uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast. Wherever you're listening to it right now, just hit the subscribe button. If you can do me a huge favor, review us. Give us five stars. It really, really helps. You have no idea. Um, it makes it so we can keep this free. Uh, speaking of keeping this free, check out our sponsors and also check out my new YouTube page, Paul F Comedy. That's YouTube backslash Paul F Comedy. There are some singles only episodes as well as some of my stand up clips, and everyone's a lawyer's on there as well. My other show. And check out my website for our dates to see when I'm coming to your town, paulfcomedy.com. Listen. You know I'm a lawyer. I talk about it often. But when I have legal questions or I have legal issues that I'm facing, I go to my friend Scott Shapiro. So if you've been injured on the job, um, need compensation, you might be entitled to money that you don't even know about. And that holds true for workers' compensation, personal injury, all that stuff. Um My friend Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers and doing entertainment law for almost 20 years now. You need to contact him, 312-648-8800, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He is legitimately one of the best people and best lawyers I know. Um, If you call him, you tell him Singles Only sent you or I sent you, it's a free consultation. Granted, it's a free consultation anyway, probably, but boom. Just, just throw my name so I can uh, stay in business here. Um, he is a full-service law firm. In addition to workers' compensation cases, work injuries, he handles litigation. He handles all your legal needs for entertainment law. So those of you who are entertainers out there have legal questions. He's your guy. Again, free consultation. Don't take a chance and not get a lawyer. 312-648-8800 or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. All right, it's time for another edition of Singles Only. My name is Paul Farbar. We have no voice of reason on this episode, and it's just me in Hollywood talking to a very hilarious comedian. I saw him. uh, We had a couple shows this week together at uh, Laugh Factory in Hollywood, and it was just so fun watching you. And a lot of stuff you said resonated with me, too, because, you know, uh, well, we'll we'll get into it. Uh, Brian Monarch, thanks for joining us. What's up? I'll be the voice of reason. I don't think you can be the voice of reason based on what I've seen. Okay. Voice of reason on the show is someone who's been married in in a successful relationship for years. So usually have a a comedian friend of mine, Patty Vasquez, who who was married for 20 years. She has three kids or Jeannie Dugan or someone unlike us who have successfully uh, the longest relationship i've had was four years that's a long time yeah what's the longest one you've had two years oh when did that end uh 1999 oh that was 20 years ago <laughs> i know so and how what that when, was when was yours oh yeah it was uh <laughs> i was 20 to 24 so yeah that was around the same time <laughs> okay yeah what was the longest you've had uh in in recent times since you've been an adult 
two years. Okay. So yeah, I, a few of a, them actually. I've done a couple year ones, and uh, and you talk about being single on on the podcast, and and you said your age, which to me, you know, I'm I'm in my forties. I'm the stand up. Yeah. 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 So uh, I saw your your set talking about it. Is, are you? Uh, how are you meeting people now uh, that you're single? Um, I've been dating someone for a little while. Um, we uh, see each other all the time, but uh, I was doing a lot of online stuff. But I, I don't know. I guess I, I, com- I when you're a comedian, people hit you up sometimes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like on Instagram or like. You know, that way. Or after the show, they'll approach you and right. say, you're so funny. And then you just say, thanks. And, uh, yeah. Hey, what's your number? Where are you guys Yeah. Going? What do you, what's, are you in LA? Hey, you've never been married or. <laughs> nope. No never kids. married. Do you want to get married? Do you think that's something on the horizon? I guess maybe sometime. I don't know. Like it's not, here's the thing with marriage and kids. I know a lot of people have it eating at them that they want that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's something like you could just tell, I want a family. I want that. I don't have that nagging in me. So. I figure why do it? You know what I mean? If it happens, it happens. If it happens, it happens. And if if you meet somebody that's, you know, you're just both feeling the same way at the same time and it feels like, why not? I guess why not? But I also sometimes have the other side of me that says, why? (laughs) You know, there's two sides to every, every question. And, you know, you can still be in love with somebody and have a great time and have a special relationship and love them and not have a piece of paper that says right so, you know so yeah no i i've often said on this podcast people know uh that marriage is i think is an outdated institution you know mm-hmm. so there's no reason to get married unless and my friends who are married uh as i assume you have a lot of friends who are married too, i do have a few um if you have kids i think it's a good idea that's what they say yeah. so what i was right about to say is they say unless you want to get if, unless you want to have kids like there's no reason to get married yeah 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 totally so what's uh what are you uh why are you single? Why do you think that you are not like in a long-term committed relationship? Um, I mean, for all, I mean, I have been pretty much in one for like the last 10 months or so. Uh-huh. Um, uh, we haven't made anything official. I think there's part of me that just when somebody takes that freedom away from me, I get a little stressed out and yeah. I probably resent them a little bit because I guess the best way to, to say it is like, okay, there's different things that different people enjoy in life. Like a lot of girls like to travel and they like to go to Hawaii and like they like to go to the Caribbean or France and stuff like that. I like to meet new people and fool around with them. Like it's just something like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's like, it's like one of the few things that I enjoy doing. So it's like, if you take that from me, I feel like I resent them. And you know what? As I'm getting older, I'm like 48 now, 48 and a half. It doesn't affect me like it used to in my 20s like i'm not like i need to get out there and get some new whatever yeah like (laughs) but you know as i get older it doesn't bother me as much but the fact is some guys are like this and it's just you have two choices you either make a commitment with someone and then be frustrated that you can't do other (laughs) things or the grass is always greener though because when i'm dating a lot I'm like, man, I wish I had someone special. Like, it's always greener. You're never like, happy. Yeah. I mean, you're happy, but you're not. Cons- you're never satiated. There's something. There's always that little bit of, you know, what is it? Desire. Whether it's I want something more special or I want something more different. Like, it's just yeah. and it's it's pretty fucked up, actually. <laughs> well, we're all fucked up. Yeah. We're, I mean, it's it's a it's I was talking about this one with one of my comedian friends, actually. He was just like, dude, it's like the worst part of everything like you just can't it's hard to be happy because you want the best of both worlds and then we're hypocrites because we don't want them to fool around with other people 
You know what I mean? Well, I don't. I you know I I don't think so. I don't think I get mad. I guess unless they're like throwing it in your face, like you see on Instagram. Oh no no no! If I'm talking about if you're with someone that you actually have been with for months and are care, you know, you care about them. You're like, yeah, I would love to go out and have sex, and it won't mean anything. But I don't want you to like that's You don't say that. I'm just saying what's in your head. Yeah. So it's just a it's just a catch twenty two that you just can't really. I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> what do it's, you do? It's, about it's a life battle, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Are you like, were you like in high school? Did you have, uh, were you, did you, were you like an awkward kid or did was, yeah, was, was it? Yeah. Okay. I was, uh, let's see. I mean, I have, uh, when did you start dating? I guess. Is, I didn't get late till I was 20. Okay. So yeah. Late I had that. Well, I don't know if you heard the whole set. I have a joke where I go, I didn't get late till I was 20. Didn't have my first kiss till I was oh, 22. 22. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that the first part's true. I was kissing before 20. Right. But, um, the uh yeah i didn't get i I didn't have a date in high school really like i didn't go to the prom i didn't really i was very insecure hung out with the computer nerds played video games like Where'd that you was grow up? here in, in the valley okay. yeah la um, 818 818 forever Word what up. uh did you uh do you think that kind of resonated too because you're like making up for lost time as soon as I've thought that before, like, you know what? I just didn't think I'd ever get a girl. And then all of a sudden I got one. And then I was like, and then I got another. I was like, oh, shit, I just want to keep doing this. Yeah. I don't know. Part of me does think that. But I think I'm over that at this yeah, point. Yeah, because now you're in your 40s. And, and I've like been a... with a lot of people. And it's just like been two decades now yeah. of just like, you know, dating a lot. And I don't think I have the need for the egotistical boost at all. I just... It's just new and different, really. I mean, every it's you know what I have. I was writing a joke recently about how, like, why did God make women so different? Like, look at panda bears. Like, they all look the fucking same, you know, to us. Yeah. To them, they all they might look totally unique to each other. That's true. But I had the joke was you can't get them to mate. And that's why, because they all look the same. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's like when you have a married couple, like at at some point you got to like lock them in a room, like two pandas just to get them to procreate. You know what I mean? Like you start looking like the person you're dating after a while too. And you act like them. There's I have a couple friends who they've dating for a while and they, they look like each other now, oh, okay. and they talk like each other. They say the same things on stage and stuff. You're like, oh my god. Two comedians. Yeah. Oh. Have you ever have you ever dated a comedian? Not for more than a month or two. Yeah, I dated a couple, but it wasn't anything. Nothing. I never had a girlfriend that was a comedian. Yeah. yeah. Do you? What What are your thoughts on that? What, what? I think it's fine. I mean, here's the thing. Everyone has these generalizations about everybody. Like, oh, comedians are damaged, and you put two together, it's bound to you know one will be either. And then there's the jealousy issue and there's so many different jealousy issues. Yeah, there's so many different aspects to the way you look at things. But then there are also two well-rounded comedians out there that could meet and not have a problem with any of that stuff. So I think that's a possibility. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there I don't think Natasha and Moshe Kasher, for instance, right. probably give a rat's ass if the other one is doing better. But right. I could be wrong. But they're also <laughs> at a different level of, of uh, true comedy. That's so at true. That point, they're already established. That's true. I mean. I've gotten to a pretty decent level just through running right. shows. So I would love it if I had a girlfriend that was succeeding. I would I'd actually feel much better if she was doing good in the comedy business than you right. know, not. So that's just me. I don't know. I mean, I guess everyone has a different ego. Every there's it's a zillion it's a scale of a zillion from zero to a zillion, and there's a gray area of craziness to normal and then from jealous to not jealous there's just so many factors that go into these things and i just don't think that we can label or generalize 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 
um, people just by saying well, two comedians are like this. There's two aspects to it, right? I mean, there one aspect is you're not supposed to date in a workplace, right? That's true. That's something that in every field you have. That's true. But in a here's the I will say one thing about that. In a regular workforce work field, you're in the same office 20 yards away from each other all day. Um, in comedy, you'll run into each other once every, you know, who knows how often, but the, it's not like an everyday thing. You could avoid the other person. Well, you end up having to, that's what I was yeah. going to get at. Yeah. Because if you have a bad breakup, I mean, your situations, it sounds like you are, you're in your, and also remember you're, you're an adult now, theoretically. Right. So for younger people out there who are in their twenties dating other comedians, it, there's always that. It never ends well. I've never seen someone being like, "Oh, that was a that was a healthy." Interesting. Yeah, I've never had a bad breakup, really. Right. I've I, I I'm always friends with them afterwards. I'm oh, not. Good. Yeah, I'm just not one of those types of people that is like that. I know I see a lot of them out there, but I don't know. I just I try my best not to make that happen because if I'm actually making somebody my girlfriend, I'm not doing it just to get laid for a few months. I'm doing it because I actually care about that person. Right. That person is special to me. And there is never any point in my life where I want any harm or negativity towards that person. So, well, there's the other the other aspect of it, too, is uh, you also are limited in the type of people you get to see because of the hours you work. Right. Right. So the last few people, few people that you have dated that haven't been comedians, did they have regular day jobs or are they in the arts, too? Or um, let's see. Student and then student. Of age, let's just, I just got to make sure. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Eighth grader. Yeah. No, no, just kidding. One's going to UCLA. Um, and then uh, before that, she was like a yoga instructor who was previously in an office job. Yeah, nothing, never in the entertainment business really. And the previous one before that was like a um, speech pathologist. Yeah, just normal people. I think in LA, it's all different to dating here uh, because everyone has like these intuitive jobs where they're kind of like have their own hours. They don't, it's not a like lot of a people do big yeah. city in Chicago or like New York where it's like everyone has you're either a nine to five or you're a creative who's like a musician or something. There's so many different types of hustles here in LA. Yeah. All my friends go nine to five or eight to six or what yeah. are your friend? What do you mean? My, my non-comedian friends, comedian. like everyone has a standard day job pretty much that I know. Listen, I told you I had a special treat for listeners loyal listeners of the show singles only and here it is you heard me talk about the book perfect pain which is a memoir by my friend param parastron it's an awesome book about his journey his life journey of how he had this perfect life on paper family successful career money everything but he had an underlying pain that he didn't address and this book addresses that. It addresses his life in an amazing way. He had such a cool life, um, and he had some personal demons that he struggled with. And through therapy, he conquers that. It's a great book. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. Read it, perfectpain.com. But here's what I'm going to do. I talked to the author, Param Parastron, and he is going to let me give away a book every week. Here's what you have to do to get a free book. Subscribe to the podcast and give us a review. Once you've given us a review, five-star review, um, message me and tell me you did it, and I'm going to send you the book. Once, one a week. We're going to do this until we run out of books. I've got 22 to give away, it sounds like. So 
perfectpain.com if you want to buy the book, available on Amazon and available in auto audiobook too. But if you are a listener of this podcast, all you got to do is review this podcast and then message me and say, hey, I reviewed it. Or if there's a way to contact you, I'll figure it out. Um, and you're going to get a book sent to you. You don't even have to leave your house. You're going to get a free book. Once a week, I'm doing this for the book Perfect Pain by Param Parastron. It's a great book. I want everyone to read it. I want to make this a bestseller and get the, the far of our bump, the singles only bump. So buy it today or give us a review and get your free copy. And when you like it, don't lend it to other people. Make them buy it too because it supports this author and this journey. Perfect pain, parm, parastron. Do you, uh, are your, are most of your, are you still friends with the, your friends that you grew up with? Like are those your tightest yeah, friends? Yeah, I have uh, my friend Steve from junior high, my other friends from high school. Yeah, most of them are just the real tight ones. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I've met people along the way, but those are. And they're all married with. Um, one of them, two, yeah, three or four of them are married. One or two are not, but yeah. <laughs> Do you have a situation where you guys, when you guys go out, like you hear them? Because I, all my friends that from my my demographic of when I was in high school and shit, they're all married with kids, and then at some point they start talking about shit that I can't. I'm like, well, you guys are talking about gardening, like what? Well, well, oh no, you, you know my friends, or they they say they know not to say that stuff in front of you. You know what? It, it goes both ways. Because if I start talking about sex, I could tell that they don't want to fucking hear it. You know what I mean? They're just like miserable yeah like there's i could just one or two in particular they're just like like there's a couple that are just like oh they want to live through your life yeah, almost you right. know what i mean but then there's the other ones they're just like i don't need to hear this shit like i don't i'm never going to experience this or i don't know um why do you think that is is it because they got married earlier or they yeah just they're jealousy just or resentment? i don't know if it's jealousy or resentment i don't want to I, I just <laughs> it's it's just they don't want to hear it right um but they don't those guys when they come over, we play poker or whatever. We usually reminisce about how we used to shoot each other with paint guns on Mulholland and race each other through the fog and almost kill each other and yeah. all that sort of stuff. They don't. T they talk about video games a lot. They okay. still play video games. They're 47, 48 yeah. years old, and they're still playing World of Warcraft every night. And that's how they spend their their time. <laughs> Diablo, all that shit. I don't know what any of that stuff means. It's but. just uh, video games that you can get addicted to and pay monthly for and just work, you know. So you were like this, you were like an inch in high school with these, these group of friends. You guys were all just like video in, introverted guys. You were, were you like a shy kid? We weren't shy around each other. Right. But we weren't going up to hot chicks and trying to get dates and stuff. Like we might run into, you know, Mark had a girlfriend and we were all single and then they would he would try to hook me up with her friends, you know, stuff like that. It was very shy situations. Um, and then I kind of helped. I shouldn't say helped. I was I think I pioneered some of that online dating stuff. I was in AOL chat rooms as okay. soon as I didn't have to go face to face with people. Like, is, I, I can do the, this. Even the board, because you could write with your words and win over people. Exactly. To... Like I was meeting so many people off AOL. Like it was insane. <laughs> like I learned how to like go into the search function, find girls in this age range, see what they're. I'd even put keywords that I liked. I'd be like, "Ooh, piercings. Let's try that. Oh, yeah, this girl has piercings. Let's see if I can meet a girl with piercings. Like I just had all these crazy strategies on AOL that and nobody else was doing this shit yeah, that I, I saw. Yeah, I didn't even know that. I didn't oh, even yeah. know. Oh yeah, there was people the there was rooms that you can go into like, oh, Southern California 25 to 35 and you just go in there and start talking, but I found like other little 
passages and ways to like seek out people that I was interested in. It was pretty cool. Did you meet these people in real life afterwards? Oh yeah, I met them in real life. And, and what were the what was the success? Met a girlfriend rate? off there. I met a psycho chick off there. Oh my god, still the craziest girl I've Would ever met in my life. What why what happened with that situation? I don't even know how I could tell you this in a short <laughs> period of time. I just remember her name was Brandy. First thing I was in this chat room. She I am'd me. Uh-huh. This is what it said. Do you want to fall in love? And I was like, okay. <laughs> She's like, we start talking for a few weeks. I go and meet her. I take her. She she was a really hot girl. She used to do that sort of thing where she'd hang out with rich Asian men at like casinos. Didn't have sex with them. That thing? Yeah. Uh, it was like, it a, sound like it's a it, it's it's like it's like escorting, but according to her, Nothing you're just happened. you're just the arm candy. I don't know if that's true. I how think old, it how was. How old are you in this or how old was she in this situation? Probably 25, 26 okay. at that point. This was later on after I started the AOL thing. <laughs> um, anyways, we got pulled over on the freeway right away because I was speeding to get to this casino with her. She wanted to go where she worked. I, I, it was a weird night. Um, she goes, oh, my God, this is a, the, one of the first things we've ever said to each other in person. Do you want me to start crying? I'll get you out of this ticket. I, I'll start crying right now. The, the cop won't give you a ticket. I'm like, uh, that's that's OK. Just please be quiet. So I got the ticket, went to the casino. We uh, went back to my mom's place. She was out of town. We had sex on my mom's bed. The condom broke. Oh. She went and got plan B the next day. And uh, everything was fine. We, we kept dating each other, kept dating each other. Then she started getting real crazy. And I remember we I was just like, we can't do this anymore. I'm done with this. And she goes, where's my $50? And I go, your $50? She goes, I, have, I bought plan B like a few months ago. And I'm like, in a big box, yeah. Yeah, in a big box. <laughs> we don't need to kill a tree, too. Um, it's my it's favorite. Joke. That's my love... favorite joke of all my jokes, by the I way. I saw you do it twice. Sorry to, to veer off, but I saw yeah. you do it in two different, or oh, two different yeah. shows. And it's just fun to watch how different it, it works on a different. Yeah, that one is a, a very big variable. I love, it. I love, I love that joke. But yeah. God, sorry, I interrupted. No you. problem. Um, so she's like, you owe you 50 bucks. She, yeah, she, she it's calls 40 bucks, isn't it? I don't know what it was back then. She, she goes, where's my $50? That was the line I heard for the next month. She'd call like, me at anything. work. She'd call me at my mom's house. She'd call me on the other line. Like, where's my $50? Where's my 50? I developed a twitch in my eye. Like she would not stop calling. She got, I, I used to work at Fry's Electronics. You can't call the computer area. You got to call the front. Somehow she got that number. I pick up I'm like, hello? Where's my $50? $50? I'm like, oh my God. The way I got rid of her, I was at my mom's house. She called. I went into the kitchen. She had a two-line phone, which you can conference to each other. I hit fucking 911 or the cop. I think she used to have the police number written on the, you know, like right. moms have on the Local, above the, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I called that. I'm like, yeah, there's this girl. Her name is da 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 da. Um, she won't stop harassing. Me. She goes, Brian, seriously, don't do that. Stop, stop. Like, she never bothered me again. She must have had a prior situation with, yeah, the, cops. with the cops and situations. that was it she never hit me up again when you went to the casino with her that night did you like were people coming up to her and saying oh hey what's up Brandy? no nobody knew who she was <laughs> okay. i think it was just like a once in a while thing that she did um i do remember one time she goes do you want to have a threesome and i was like yeah and then she brought me to this chick's house and she <laughs> so wasn't good looking guy. no it wasn't <laughs> it was just really just like i don't want to get into details but wasn't attractive to me and i remember the girl went to the bathroom and i go i don't want to do this she fucking smacked me in the face so hard, like just like pop. And I go, you know what? Fuck you. And I went downstairs. I remember I had a fucking Nissan Pathfinder. I got in. I was about to leave. She runs behind me. She gets in the car. This is how crazy this relationship was. Three minutes later, I we're having sex in the front of my fucking car. Like 
after all that went down. Like, yeah. I'm ready to leave. Like, that's how insane this situation was. But it was also, uh, based on my experience in situations like that, was it also, like, the best sex you've ever had? It was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was just like... Uh, There's something to be said about uh, emotional instability and great sex. I think you're right. There is something... And it might work both ways, too, where women are only dating I would comedians because we're crazy. Here it is. I would say this, though, about that. I have a joke that I kind of stopped doing where I go, you know, like, about you know, squirters. I go, it's kind of like New York. It's a nice place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. Like, I don't want to always have that. <laughs> right, right. Like, it's the same thing with, like, crazy chicks. Like, yeah, it's nice once in a while. I don't want to be with one, though. Yeah. You know? So, but there's know. that there's that going back to what you said about that, though, you know, when you're in your 20s, you're like, I need I need I need that that drive that you have. Uh, now when you're older, it's there, I had a situation with a crazy woman who you get a late night text and you're like, oh, this you're like, OK, uh, wherever you are, I'm going to go because it, it was like an addiction. Oh, yeah. 20s, 30s. I would always go. The girls but, hit me up after the show and I'm yeah. just like, I don't want to go. Spot there. It, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. People like come up to me after the show. What are you doing now? You want? We're going to like Skybar and yeah. I'm just like, I don't want to go to there. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you know. The and, then, and then was and then, yeah, and then I'd be like, oh, before I'd go like, yeah, yeah. Well, can I pay Bottle for your service? drinks? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. But now I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm picturing each step after that. I'm like, okay, so I have to do this, and then I'm gonna get you home, and then I can't do it without a condom, which I can't stand using condoms. So then I've got to deal with that, and it's just like, it's just a nightmare. And I'm just like, you know what? It's just not worth it. I, the fact that you approached me, that's good enough. I feel yeah. good now that you did that. It's like that you, was my night. You made my night. Right. And that and that's the thing about being mature and, and getting older. It's and, and sometimes they feel rejected. They're like, oh my God, like and then you've also fucked up that situation for all us older guys too, because now that woman's never gonna go up to a guy <laughs> like oh, old she guys will. are fucking boring. They wouldn't even go to Skybar with me, which is right across the street. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't I'm not a big drinker to begin with. If I, I was, I would go. I like strawberry margaritas. Like that's what I drink. Like <laughs> if I'm at a Mexican restaurant. I had a white claw. Uh it's delicious. Have you had one of those? No. Ones? I'm not a big drinker, but they're if you like strawberry margaritas, it's like this generation's okay. wine cooler. There's a uh White Claw? White Claw. It's it's all, it's all the rage. This episode is brought to you by White Claw. Which, by the way, they are sponsored. No, I, <laughs> I wish. But um, it, it's I had one. And, and it gets, it's like a different drunk. I don't drink a lot either. And the way yeah. I do, I get fucked up on those White Claws. Interesting. Maybe I'll try one. I, uh, yeah, if it tastes good, I'll, I'm down. You know, like yeah. a strawberry margarita, I like the taste. There's one at Cheesecake Factory called like a Flying Gorilla. It's like a <laughs> banana milkshake with like Baileys in it. Just That's so good. You don't even taste the alcohol, dude. There's chocolate chips. It's great. I just picture you now in your 20s, like on an AOL chat site. And yeah. then you have this big, complicated drink with like six straws. You're like, all right, I'm ready to roll. Yeah. That's what you, that was your Friday nights. We would go to a saddle ranch a lot and I would oh, get yeah. one of those uh, carafes. It was like a big, it was like a, uh, what was it called? Adios, motherfucker. It's a drink called Adios, okay. motherfucker. It was a, it was a carafe of just blue. And it had you could put like four thick straws in it. I would just sip on one of those all night and I'd be pretty fucked up at Saddle Ranch. Um, I used to meet chicks that way. The first time I realized I could meet a girl not online was at Saddle Ranch when I wasn't hooked up. I met this girl. I just remember she was married and she was like not happy. And she came up to me and we were making out. And I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know she was married yet. And I remember we went to my car. She goes, you have a condom? I'm like, no. And then she's like, oh. And we can't do anything. And I'm like, let's go to my place. And then she's like, by the time we got to my place, she felt guilty and we didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. The anyways. thought the thought process went through or she had time to to process. Sober up she... or realize she didn't want to cheat. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't like to be with people like that, but I didn't know what was going on. And it was the first time anyone, had, I was like 24. No one ever hit me up in real life in my life. I'm like, oh, shit. So did you always, after the AOL chat thing that you had, were you, when all the dating sites and apps came out, were you like, oh, this is like my game? Like, Oh, yeah, I was on. I probably had, I don't know, you have an iPhone? Uh, yeah. So you know how like when you uh, make a folder? There's like nine icons in that folder. Yeah. I had um, for more. Sites? Yeah. Just, I had at least nine. Yeah, like, I, I think I had to swipe. Yeah. Yeah. You got three right there. Four right there. Yeah. Um, I had all the dating apps. Um, I haven't been using those, though. So but uh, I'm pretty good at it. I'm good with uh, talking about, on those things. When you're on the road, do you use those apps to just be like? To I have uh, in places where I've been for a while. Not lately. Like. The only road gigs I've been doing lately, I open for Dane a lot and right. he flies in, he uses private jets. And when we're done with the show, we fly out. Right. Like there's nothing to do. Like, and I'm usually either, you know, I'll bring the girl I'm dating or I'm in a room with the host. So it's just, uh, it's not, not happening. Lot, yeah. Not a lot to do. And plus, yeah, I'm not really trying that hard right now, <laughs> but, uh, I like getting hit up and being able to like, be like, know that they're still interested. Yeah. Like I said earlier, like if someone hits me up, I'm like. That was the cool part. You know, if something, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I, I feel like you were like late to the game too. Kind of like, uh, did you, in high, did you ever have situations now that you're doing shows where women who you like lusted after in high school, like the hot, like cheerleader girl, like, oh, you were in my high school. Like, yeah, you were a complete bitch to me. Have you had situations like that? You know Especially what? Especially since you're living in. I have a issue with my legs and I used to walk on my toes before I had Achilles tendon surgery and these guys used to fucking make fun of me all the time and I still when I see one of those two dudes that I just I just I don't like them like right. I know that they would probably if they apologize it'd be one thing but like they act like nothing happened like hey dude congratulations on be like I saw him at a show once that's why this came to yeah. my head and I was just like you know what no I don't yeah. need to like be nice to you like you made my childhood miserable and I know if you if you said you know what I was a dick back then it would be I'd be totally cool but they like they haven't accepted they, 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 like they're not even aware like like they think like they could be friendly with me after years of like teasing me right I don't know I, it's not like I'm thinking about it ever but when I see them I'm like fuck it you. brings you back to that time, yeah, yeah and like if I did that to somebody I wouldn't assume I can go up to them and, to them and be their yeah, friend all you of have a sudden empathy naturally to be like oh shit I need to yeah address like that. there are people that I've done. I used to fucking beat up my brother and his friends and like I apologized. Like yeah. it's just a, a stupid Yeah, and I feel bad still. Like I used to do all the WWE moves on him and <laughs> <laughs> He still can't watch wrestling anymore. Yeah, he can't watch wrestling. I dropped him on his head once, I remember. I felt so bad. Well, you're a child. You were yeah, young. You're know, like, no, that was like two years ago. Um, not, yeah. That was what, yesterday. What about women though? Have you had women uh come see you now? Uh, you know, now that that people you went to high school with that were like the, the the hottest chicks or hottest women that were i mean those women are like 50 now yeah. so <laughs> i know but still like not maybe not now but in, along the way in the last 10 years have you because you're right here you're right by the shows that you're doing all the time oh yeah yeah and i, I can imagine it happens to me every once in a while you're like oh my god you were like the hottest girl in high school what happened but like do they now like do they even remember? Because I would imagine you were. Yeah, I'm friends with some of them on Facebook and stuff. Okay. But here's the thing. Like, 
I never asked anyone out in high school, right. so I was never rejected or treated poorly. Gotcha. I was mostly treated poorly by dudes that just, you know, bullying, you know, bullies. Yeah. But there were no women like in high school that you didn't like you were lusting after that you wish you could have gotten a prom with. Or, right. Um, or you just didn't give a shit. You know what? I have there were, you know, girls, obviously, I remember I was even in sixth grade and I liked this girl so much and I brought her an E.T keychain one day but that was the extent of it you know like oh this is for you she's like i hate et no she liked it but i think i knew she liked it i think i heard her saying something about it and that's why i did what i did um but i think we're friends on facebook and like you know like i wouldn't even really really i don't know no that's never happened i've never had like somebody come to the show and be like oh i used to want you so bad um there is as a matter of fact, I will say this. One of the bullies I was telling you about, he tried to friend me on Facebook. His wife is my friend on Facebook already. And I used to think she was cute um, she back in junior high. With, oh, okay. You grew up with her. But she's well. married to that dick now. <laughs> and they have a couple kids. Yeah, but, a cuckold uh, there. Cuckold yeah. situation. Yeah. Like, oh, she really likes your She like, likes all your stuff. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, we, we don't have like a banter going on or anything. Yet. So, yeah. I don't think there will be now that she's, you know. We're older. <laughs> well, uh, thanks. So we're we're uh, we're out of time. Is okay. There, is there uh, anything? Where can people find out more about your comedy and stuff? Uh, um, Instagram, Brian Monarch. Um, I have a show at the Comedy Store every Saturday at seven p.m. and I'm at the Laugh Factory most Thursdays. And that's it. BrianMonarch.com. I usually post my dates when I remember on my little calendar there. That's about it. Awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Brian, for doing the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast.